You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 315. In this episode, I share with you the 30 essential online tools for business success. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, uplevel your marketing and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I talk about the 30 tools that I use in my business and have helped me grow a multiple million dollar business. These are the tools that I think you should consider too, whether you're just starting out or have been longer in online business. Before we dive in, I want to highlight a podcast review from Nuria from Germany who says, Sigrun is a very experienced coach with a broad knowledge, so every episode is full of gold and nuggets, helping you to grow your online business. Furthermore, she knows the who is who in the world of online business and has the most interesting interview partners. I'm looking forward to every episode. Thank you, Sigrun. Well, thank you, Nuria. I would also appreciate if you, listener, left a review on Apple Podcasts and maybe you'll hear your name mentioned in an upcoming episode. You can go to sigrun.com forward slash 315 for the show notes of this episode and for instructions on how to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This episode is all about the tools that I use in my online business. I think literally every single week, someone is asking me about this or that tool, or I see people in my community asking each other what tools they're using. And I get the feeling that a lot of online entrepreneurs are wasting a lot of time and money wondering what tools to use versus just picking a tool and moving on which is what I think you should be doing. Wondering about the tools is a form of procrastination because it's not really the tools that grow your business. Although in the intro of this episode, I said something alluding to that. But when you are stuck in that phase of wondering what tools to use and you're not moving forward with your business, that is not a good place to be. And I call this phase the tools, tactics, and template phase. And sometimes there's a little smile on my face because I was there too. I thought that one tool would bring me forward and another tool would keep me back. And this would be so important to the, my overall business growth and strategy. And now in my sixth year of online business, I know it's not. And that's why I'm doing this episode. I'm going to give you the full overview of all the tools that I use in my business. And it's not the shiny, fancy tools that you maybe hear everyone talking about. No, these are business building tools. These are tools that help you grow your business. And I want you to stop wasting time looking for the latest and greatest software that maybe is going to fade away within a few months and you just waste the time and money on it. 
And yes, another offer from AppSumo, and you're just going to grab it because it's just $30 or $90 or whatever. But then that tool is just sitting and collecting dust, electronical dust, or you start to figure out how it works and there's not much support. Honestly, I want you to stop wasting your time and money and just use the solid tools that most other successful entrepreneurs are using. And then this episode is exactly the right one for you. So the first tool that I want to talk about is Office Software. I use Google Apps for my business and I've had it even before I started my business and it's used with my domain. If you want to appear professional in your business, you cannot be using a Gmail or GMX or some other hosting address. You have to have your own domain name when you're sending emails to your potential clients or they're booking an appointment with you. And the best way to do this is to buy a domain somewhere with a domain hosting provider and signing up for Google Apps. And there you're going to have an all-in-one solutions with email, calendar, documents, basically everything that you used to pay for with Microsoft Office, but now you get with Google Apps. And it's only at $6 a month per user. And yes, it's completely worth it. And as you start to get members on your team, you're also going to give them an email address. And when you are sending a newsletter, you're going to have a separate email address for that. And your business will appear professional. Plus, you have all your documents in one place. I have all my emails, landing pages, and sales pages. We write the copy first in Google Docs. We do not do it directly inside our email system or in our landing page system because you might be switching systems. But there's this heart of your business where you have all your documents, all your editable documents, I would say, and that's Google Apps. The second tool I want to talk about is data storage. Now, there are a lot of documents that I have in my business that we are not editing, like pictures and videos and audio files. And we host all of that, also PDFs of previous documents, inside Dropbox. I used to start with a personal Dropbox account, then we introduced a business Dropbox account, and I was one of the first to sign up because it gave me unlimited space. It is not cheap, but you can get started for $10 per user per month. And having a business Dropbox account enables you to have all the documents also from your team members within one folder. And it's easy for your team members because even though they have their own Dropbox, it's going to appear in the folder structure as Dropbox Personal and Dropbox Business. And that's how you can also separate your private documents and don't need to mix them up with your business documents. You absolutely must have something that syncs all the data between your iPhone, iPad, and your laptop and desktop and whatever uh, hardware you have to use the data. And that's where I found Dropbox to be the best tool. And I highly recommend that you use that in your business too. Now, you need to communicate with your team, assuming that you have a team and you don't want to be doing that on Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or some other tools that you use maybe for more personal communication or with your clients. No, you want to keep it separate. And that's where Slack is the best tool. I probably today 
Slack is a tool that I use the most because the first thing that I do when I wake up in the morning and I've had breakfast and I want to sit down and start to work on my business, I go into Slack and check if my team has a question for me. Because, you know, my team comes number one, then my clients and then potential clients. And the same should be for you. So you need to find a good way to communicate with your team. Even if you just have one team member, I encourage you to put up something like Slack. The price starts at zero. It's kind of a freemium model. And then you get extra features and you can uh, have your data hosted for longer when you pay something. But yeah, I think we are paying, but you can start for free. Then you need a project management system. And even if you have no members on your team, you still need a project management system because you need to plan your projects. You need to create your to-do list and then you need to know if you did it or not. And you can assign yourself a tasks and create templates. And that's where Asana came in for me. I started to use it before I had a single person on my team. I would make a list of all the things that I did when I was doing my weekly webinars. And it was a lot. The tools were a little bit more complicated five years ago. Uh, so I really had to write down a detailed list. And this detailed list I put up in Isana. Then I hired someone who uh, started to work for me. And that person could just follow the list like a template. And every time we created a new webinar, we could just copy the template. And that was our new project. The price starts at zero, like most of these tools do. And there are also other project management systems that you could look at if you don't like Isana. There is Trello. And there is a hot new one. Yes, I'm trying to have you stay away from the shiny object syndrome, but there is a new project management tool that I'm quite curious about and have been looking into. And I know it's working for several online entrepreneurs that are friends of mine, and it's called Notion. So the fifth tool I want to talk about is email automation software. Obviously, if you want to be an online business, you need email automation software. I started with MailTeam five years ago, but realized quickly that MailTeam is not built for online entrepreneurs. Weirdly enough, we think it is, but it's, I think it's for local businesses that from time to time want to send out a newsletter. And there was no segmentation and tagging and all the things that you actually need for online business. Now, MailChimp has tried to upgrade their system. And I know that many MailChimp users are not happy how it has suddenly changed. And they have started to even offer a solution that costs 300 a month. Therefore, I do recommend you look into ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign. That's what my clients mostly use. And then if your business is really on the fast growth path, you might want to look into Entreport or Infusionsoft. I moved to Entreport myself after a year with MailChimp, after using MailChimp for one year. And then with two years Entreport, I moved to Infusionsoft. And yes, sometimes I look back and I say, oh, I wish I would have gone straight to Infusionsoft. And then there are others who say, oh, I don't want to use Infusionsoft. It's Confusionsoft. And yes, it's costly, but it's kind of the Mercedes-Benz of online business. But if you're starting out and you're not making six or multiple six figures, don't consider Infusionsoft. Look into ConvertKit or ActiveCampaign. That's what most of my clients are using. And those tools start with something around $30 a month and don't hesitate to pay a little bit. I know a lot of people went to MailChimp because it's free up to 2,000 email addresses. But there is this thing about free is sometimes too expensive. And I want you to think about that. 
You know, online business also costs money to build. It's not for free. It looks like it's for free, but it's not. You realize suddenly that you spend a lot of money on tools, but I want you to spend your money wisely. And I think an email automation software, that is definitely worth investing in. Tool number six, accounting software. When you're making money, you have income, you have costs, you absolutely need to track this. And at some point you need to write a tax report and latest by that time you realize that an Excel sheet will not do it for you. So you need an accounting software. I did a lot of testing uh, five years ago and I looked into tools like FreshBooks, which is actually not an accounting tool. It's more like an invoicing tool for freelancers. QuickBooks is more US oriented and felt a bit old fashioned for me. And I found this tool called Xero. And I'm so glad that I picked that tool. I had the feeling that they were kind of the new kid on the block, but they were still advanced enough that I saw that this could be the tool that I want to use. And in the last five years, they have also vastly added and improved. So I'm really happy to have picked that tool. And there are a lot of people who can help with it. They have zero uh, certified accountants all over the world. And uh, so I'm really happy. If you are based in Switzerland, Banana is something that a lot of people use. If you're based in the US, QuickBooks is something that a lot of people use. Pick an accounting tool that is online, that gives you the opportunity to send invoices into the tool, to be able to log in even from your phone. For instance, from my phone, I can create an invoice in Xero. Think ahead of time because everything is moving more digital, more online. You don't want to be using something that is something just hosted on your computer and you do not have full online access. I have a separate tool for uh, capturing my receipts and invoices. That's tool number seven. My business is completely paperless. It was recently audited by the Swiss tax authorities and they wanted to me to send copies of all the invoices I had received in the last, in my first three years of business. And I said, that's not possible, but I can give you a login into my zero uh, books. And they actually liked that a lot. When we get a receipt, for instance, I go to a restaurant, I just take my phone, I take a picture of the receipt and it goes into receipt bank. There are several other tools. Uh, there's another tool called Expensify. I used that before. I didn't like it anymore. Receipt Bank is a lot better and it can sync very well with Xero. Now, I know Xero is building something similar and sometimes that's what tool you do, but I'm sticking with Receipt Bank. It can automatically categorize. It knows after a while that, you know, for instance, if I go regularly to the same restaurant, that it's going to go into the category restaurant or if I book a flight and the invoice comes into my email, you just forward the email to Receipt Bank. And once you are happy with the categories, of course, you should check them before you send them over to your accounting system. But after a while, this becomes a very, very easy operation. You start with uh, $15 a month. And yes, I wanted to talk about Xero as well. If you have multiple currencies, it's $65 a month. That's what we have. If you don't have multiple currencies, you can uh, pay a little bit less. Tool number eight, note-taking tool. Actually, when I did an overview like this several years ago, Evernote would have been the tool I talked about the first. And it's interesting how it's gotten to eight on my list now and it's not number one anymore. I'm using it a little bit less, but still, I call it my extended brain. It is where I can put everything in and I don't need to organize it in folders on target. And 
it's really easy for me to find the information again. So I'll give you a couple of examples. I maybe buy a software and there's a serial number for the software. Now, I could keep the email just in my email software, but that is not a good place in my opinion. I forward that email into Evernote and I can, if I want, add the tagging like serial number, but it's not even needed. I'll just type in the name of the software when I need to update something and I'll find it. And I'll find maybe the previous three versions of the software that I've bought or the upgrades, and I'll see which serial number that I can use. When I do a mastermind day or, or a mastermind retreat with my clients, uh, we have lots of paper on the wall or the windows like flip charts, and I'll take a picture. I go into the picture app version of Evernote and I hold my phone against the flip chart. I don't even need to press the picture taking button. It automatically sees that there's text there. It makes it black and white. So it's almost like it's scanning it. And I can also use it, of course, for scanning documents. It straightens out the outlines of the paper and I can take a picture after a picture automatically and it all puts it together in one PDF and we could forward this to our clients or upload into a Facebook group that we shared together. So these are just two examples, but it's really for everything. You can write a blog post in Evernote. You could write a whole book in Evernote. And I really still, even, even if I'm using it a little bit less now, I rely a lot on it for all my data where I need to remember something. And price starts at zero. And if you pay, you can keep your history endlessly. Once I deleted an app, a note, or actually, I don't think I deleted it. I deleted all the text inside a note. And I was shocked because it actually had some important numbers, probably serial numbers. And I was able to sign up for the paid version, which I think is more like $50 a year or something. It's not really expensive. And I got my note back and I was like, okay, I like this tool. Tool number nine scheduling tool. When you want to be an online business, you definitely want people to automatically schedule with you. You don't want to be sending emails or messages back and forth to arrange for meetings. And five years ago, I tasted a lot of scheduling tools. I actually did that over a series of several weeks. I even paid for some of these tools and I did a webinar on it. And the tool that I picked and was the best in my testing was Schedule Once. And still today, I think it's one of the best scheduling tools. I know that the others have caught up a bit. I think Acuity Scheduling is probably the closest to Schedule Ones. And uh, a fast runner-up to those two is Calendly. So if you don't have complicated scheduling, I think Calendly will just do fine. If you have a little bit more complicated uh, scheduling, then I think you should look into Acuity Scheduling or Schedule Ones. I'm really happy with Schedule Ones. It integrates even with Infusionsoft and I can have different booking pages. For instance, I have a separate booking page for my podcast and a separate one for my clients. And it starts at $7.50 a month. Tool number 10 connection tool. I'm not sure that's the right word. That's a word I came up with. Most tools don't talk natively with each other. So if you want to send data from one tool to another, you need another tool. The most basic one that I know is called IFTT, I-F-T-T-T. And this one is great for very simple tasks like saving images that you are tagged in on Facebook to your Dropbox account. Yeah. You could also send out a tweet 1st of January every year. You just set this up in IFT. So it's like a very simple connection tool. 
The intermediate one and the most popular one, the one that most online entrepreneurs know of is Sapier, which can do almost anything. It can send data from my scheduling tool to a Google Doc. It basically creates a new Google Doc every time somebody books an interview with me on my podcast. And I would say for most of the usage that you would need, Sapier will be able to do it. We had to look into a more advanced connection tool when I wanted to connect Infusionsoft to Xero. And that's a tool called Workado. Uh, Workado is a little bit more complex and you typically need a programmer to do all the connection for you, but I'm glad that a tool like that exists. Tool number 11, video conferencing and webinar software. Zoom is by far the winner in video conferencing, both for meetings up to 100 people and for webinars from 100 to thousands of participants. You can schedule recurring meetings so that your students always have the same link for all meetings. You can broadcast to Facebook Live and stream on YouTube. And recently, Zoom acquired the app Otter so that in the future, your live videos can be automatically transcribed. I'm looking forward to that. Price for the meeting version starts at zero. I think you can have 40-minute meetings then. Price of the webinar version is $55 a month. This includes the $15 a month for the meeting version. There are other webinar and video conferencing tools. I used Skype before. I'm not a fan of Skype anymore. It has a lot of spam in it, and I actually uninstalled it from my computer. But I had to install it again because I'm interviewed a lot on a lot of podcasts. Google Hangout is kind of... Not really popular anymore, but I would say if you're doing regular webinars and possibly you want to automate some webinars in the future, you should look into Webinar Jam or Easy Webinar. Both of them can use, be used for automation. Zoom is not so good for that, but I would stick with Zoom. My personally, that's my personal favorite for live webinars and any time of video conferencing. Actually, the one instance where Zoom really proved its value over all the other tools that I've used, I've also used uh, Webinar Jam and Easy Webinar in the past, is that my internet went out and I had to move over to a hotspot and it took me probably 30 seconds or even up to a minute to connect. And Zoom just waited in the background. It didn't disconnect. So the 4,500 people who were on my webinar, they were still there. And I said to myself, okay. Zoom is the best tool. I'm not leaving you. I'm going to be a very loyal client. Tool number 12, landing page tool. When you want people to sign up for something or you want them to buy something from you, you typically use landing pages and sales pages that do not uh, look like a website. They don't have a menu at the top. They have a very small footer at the bottom. There's nothing on the left or the right side that confuses people and diverts them from the task that you want them actually to do, which is to sign up for your email or buy your product. And that's where a lot of landing page software have been created. Lead Pages has been the leader in landing pages for a long time, but many other vendors have entered the market since. Uh, still, most of my clients create their first landing pages and lead pages as it's easy to use and so many are using it, so it's easy to get help. That's what you always should think about when you're thinking of software. Don't get software or sign up for software or pay for software if you don't know a lot of other people using it because you cannot get help if you are stuck alone. It's almost like you being on a desert island and nobody's there to help you. You want to be somewhere where there's a lot of other people using the same tool. 
Some WordPress themes have similar capabilities as lead pages or other landing page software, but they will not give you the statistics and A-B testing that is typical in landing page software tools, or at least it will be a little bit more difficult and take you even more time. That's why I'm a super fan of using a a special landing page tool. I used lead pages for a couple of years and then I moved over to ClickFunnels. And we might at some point just use Thrive or Divi, which are two WordPress themes that can easily be used as landing page software. But yeah, I do wonder about how long it will take and also how much statistics we'll get without actually going into Google Analytics and setting up goals and all that stuff. So lead pages is probably the one you want to go with. It starts at $25 a month. Tool number 13, learning management software. Not all teaching platforms are real learning management solutions, but the term describes well the purpose of these types of tools. As soon as you start to sell your first online course, you need a teaching platform that controls access to your paid content. There are so many available options that is almost like a jungle out there. A few have risen to the top in recent years and made it a little bit easier to choose. I recommend picking one of the teaching platforms that I'm going to mention now. Some of them can replace your landing page tool as well. Kajabi is very popular uh, with leading online entrepreneurs. Price starts at $111 a month. And I know that is out of range for someone who's starting out, but definitely wanted to mention it. Teachable, price starts at $29 a month. Thinkific, you can get started for free and then at some point you will probably want to pay because those tools that offer free access, they're going to take a big cut when you sell something. So they take a percentage. Elo page, price starts also at zero. And Digimember, price starts at 27 euro a month. Uh, they actually take about 8% when you sell something. These are many different tools. And actually, I use Access Ally. And if you're not uh, advanced online entrepreneur, Access Ally is going to be too complicated for you. Uh, so I do think you want to use a tool that a lot of other people are using and that you yourself and your team find easy to use. And that's where probably Teachable and Thinkific for the US, UK market is going to be a good one. And Elopage or Member for the German speaking market. Tool number 14, graphic software. Canva is the one and only graphic software you need in your online business. It helps you create beautiful graphics in no time, has all kinds of fonts, templates, backgrounds, and stock images, so that you don't even need to look further for inspiration. You can save your design into folders so that you can find them quickly again, and you can keep your brand colors ready to use. Price starts at zero. If you pay a little bit, then you can also keep your branding colors. I think that's reserved for those who are paying. Tool number 15. Video recording and editing software. At some point, you want to start to record and edit videos. Yes, you can use Zoom, or if you're on a Mac, you can use, what is it called? Quick form, quick player, quick. Yeah, but these tools are not good for editing. QuickTime, yeah, it's called QuickTime. Anytime I want to trim something, it's really imprecise and not good. So you want to get ScreenFlow if you're on a Mac, or if you're on a PC, you want to get Camtasia. Both tools are very similar. If anything, Camtasia is more powerful. Both tools have regular software updates. Some updates are free, others are not. If you want to add captions like subtitles to your videos or create letterbox videos that are very popular, you know, the videos with a black bar on the top and the bottom, 
These are the types of tools that can help you create those. And of course, many, many other things. Things can slide in and out. You can add overlays, blocks, and text objects. And ScreenFlow starts at 129 one-time fee. And Camtasia is 249 one-time fee. Tool number 16, quick video recording software. So let's say you want to record something and you want to send something to your client, how to do something, or send something to a team member, how to do something. Using ScreenFlow or Camtasia or even Zoom or QuickTime is not going to be the best use of your time because they're all slow. So you want to get Loom. Loom is a little tiny tool that you can insert into your browser. It's like a plugin. You can also use it on your desktop. doesn't cost anything. You can have up to 100 videos. You can uh, record something quickly. You can be on camera or off camera yourself. You can record your whole screen or just uh, tap in your browser. When the video has been recorded instantly, you have a link to send to someone and you do not have to wait for anything to be saved or exported. So definitely get Loom, L-O-O-M. That was 2-O. Tool number 17, audiogram tool. Now, this is a nice-to-have tool, not really essential, and only if you're really doing a podcast or some type of audio files. An audiogram is an audio file combined with an image, and it's saved as a video. It's typically 30 to 60 seconds, and most people use it on Instagram, and it shows you an extract from a podcast. I've used WAVE, that's W-A-V-V-E, since I launched my podcast in August 2017. It starts at $0 per month. Tool number 18, quick video creation. This is also a nice-to-have tool, not essential, but sometimes you want to create one of these quick videos with a few images, a little bit of text, maybe mix images with videos, And it can take a lot of time if you use ScreenFlow and Camtasia for this. But there are tools where you just drop in a few images, drop in a few videos, or even they have some stock footage for you to use. You can even import. I have tried this with the show notes of my podcast. We just imported them into one of these tools and it created a video for us. The most popular tools that do something like this are called WAVE. That's another WAVE tool. It's not the audiogram tool. It's WAVE, W-A-V-E. Lumen5 and Magisto. They all are very similar with some different emphasizes. Tool number 19, video hosting platform. When you start recording videos, you want to host them somewhere so that you can embed them into your teaching platform. Some teaching platforms include video hosting, others not. I've used Vimeo Pro over five years and it does exactly what you need for video hosting. Yes, in the beginning you could use YouTube and have the videos unlisted, But at some point, you want to actually have them on a video hosting platform. Price for Vimeo Plus, which has a little bit less capabilities than Pro, is $7 a month. I think I pay something between $250 and $300 a year. Tool number 20, audio recording and editing software. If you want to produce a podcast, you need an audio recording and editing software. Audacity is a free software that many use to record their podcast. I already had access to Adobe Suite, so I use the same software as my podcast editor, which is Adobe Audition. Adobe Audition is $21 a month, and Audacity is completely free. Tool number 21, social media scheduling tools. To save you time from posting on social media every day, you need a social media scheduling tool. 
There are many to choose from for every budget, and I've used Meet Edgar for several years, but have recently started to use Agora Pulse. If you're starting out, Hot Suite would be the cheapest one, then Buffer, and then Meet Edgar. Social media scheduling and monitoring tools is something you will start to consider once your business grows. I would rather think like multiple six figures, million dollar business, and you have a lot of comments on your posts, you have comments on your Facebook ads and Instagram ads, and you cannot keep up. Then you need something monitoring tools like Algora Pulse and Social Sprout, because they will help you do this with your team members so that you don't miss a single comment. If you want to schedule for Instagram, I am actually using Planoly for that. I know there is also a tool that schedules on Pinterest, Tailwind, and that actually can use you can use for Instagram as well. But whatever you choose, there might be one tool that can do it all for you. I have Meet Edgar and Planoly. And I'm moving from Meet Edgar to Agora Pulse, slowly but surely. Tool number 22, help test software. When you start to get several emails a day from your clients and subscribers, it pays off to invest in a help desk software. Then you can see whether somebody on your team replied to an email and when, and you can advise your team members how to reply. After evaluating several tools a couple of years ago, I decided on Groove HQ. Other help desk tools are Intercom and Sendesk. Tool number 23, survey software. From time to time, you want to survey your community and clients. For many years, SurveyMonkey was the only survey tool I knew, but then Typeform came along and suddenly filling out a survey became more fun and looked so pretty. If someone is on a budget, then I recommend Google Forms for service. It's completely free. Typeform starts at zero. SurveyMonkey starts at zero as well. I think I'm paying for Typeform probably 200, 250 per year. SurveyMonkey about 30, 35 a month. Tool number 24, electronic signature software. Sooner or later, you need someone to sign a contract with you, and that might be a client. You want them maybe to sign a photo and video release or a contract with you, or somebody is starting to work for you and you want them to sign an employment contract. The most modern and online business savvy way is to have a software with electronic signature, and there are a couple of options. I use Adobe Sign because I already had the Adobe Suite. Price starts at $10 a month. And HelloSign is the one that I've seen most people use and price starts at zero. Tool number 25, website software. Most websites in the world are created with WordPress and it's completely free. Normally you don't need to download the software, but you just sign up with a provider that offers WordPress hosting. And I want to highly encourage you not to use any other tool for your website. I know there are others out there, but WordPress is the one and you would get the most and easiest help using WordPress. Tool number 26, analytics software. There is really only one solution for website statistics, and that's Google Analytics. Make sure you install Google Analytics from the very beginning on your website, and also add your Facebook pixel at the same time. Tool number 27, hosting. Hosting your website or domains is not really a tool, but somehow this list doesn't feel complete without mentioning some international hosting solutions. For domain hosting, Bluehost and GoDaddy. So if I want to buy a new domain for my business, I go to one of these. I host my WordPress website on VP Engine. For one website, that would be like $25 a month, but I think I have a solution for nine or 10 websites for about 100 a month. 
SiteGround has also been highly recommended from many online entrepreneurs. When you have audios to host, like, uh, you know, you have a podcast, Libsyn is a go-to hosting provider. And if you have some files that you want to host, for instance, some of our freebies, our PDFs, or even videos are not necessarily hosted on Dropbox or on our, what do I say, the Vimeo Pro. They are on Amazon S3 because we want to keep them. It's almost like an archive, but it also gives us, we can control access very well. We can have it expire after a certain time. Tool number 28, backup software. Please be aware that Dropbox and Google Drive are not backup solutions, so you need to also have a backup of your most precious data somewhere else. You can do this by copying your data onto an external hard drive from time to time and also having a solution like Backblaze, which can back up all your data. It's about $50 a year, so it's not an expensive solution. Tool number 29, payment solutions. In online business, you need to be able to accept online payments, it's not really a tool, but I wanted to mention it on this list. PayPal is the most popular and most accepted payment solutions, but it's dangerous for your business to rely solely on PayPal as they are known for freezing accounts and holding businesses hostage until they have provided all the documents that they want to see from your business. Therefore, I highly recommend you also offer Stripe as an online payment method. In some countries, bank transfer is also expected and some providers offer solutions to make that automatic for you. Tool number 30. I had a few more tools that I want to add to the list and I thought to myself, ah, I'll just bundle them all and call it a mixed bag of small tools. So I'm not going to talk about the plugins that we use. We don't really have so many plugins on my website, but I do have Yoast as a search engine optimization plugin. I do have Smart Podcast Player from Smart Passive Income from Pat Flynn to run my podcast. Uh, we use ratings catcher to catch all the iTunes ratings because iTunes is country specific. So maybe in the US, I only have maybe 30 reviews, but then maybe in Germany, I have 100 and maybe in 20 or 30 in Switzerland. So in order for us not to miss any reviews we get, we use a tool ratings catcher. Go Spiffy is a tool that we use to make our infusion soft order forms mobile friendly because Infusionsoft hasn't been able to do it themselves. We have a little tool on top. Plus, this is also a tool that we use to automatically sync our Facebook audience between Infusionsoft and Facebook so that if someone unsubscribes from our email list, they're automatically taken off our audience list, which is what you need to do to protect people's privacy. You know, if someone unsubscribes from your list, they don't want to see your Facebook ads anymore. We also have a little tiny tool on our sales pages called Proof. It just shows when someone has already signed up, or you could have it on your landing page as well. And I bet I'm forgetting some other little tools that we use in our business, but it was maybe not so important if I haven't mentioned it already. And I, yes, I know these are a lot of tools, but you don't need to sign up for all of them right away. But I wanted to give you the complete overview that a multiple million dollar business, what kind of tools that we use in our business. And you can then one after the other sign up for these different tools. And I definitely was trying to order them in the way that you would first sign up for Google Apps and last you would do some added stuff in the end, but maybe it was not completely like that. 
just stay away from the shiny object syndrome. Don't sign up for a new tool just because it's new or somebody's talking about it. I know it's exciting. I can so completely understand because I am one of those people that used to do it. And at some point I realized I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting my money. And this is not how you grow your business. You grow your business when you just stick to what works. You focus on what you are there to do in the world and serving your clients, not by fiddling around in some new tools that are out there. So I hope this podcast episode and list has been helpful for you and you can save some time and money and just stick to what works. Pick the best tools and stay away from the shiny ones. That's my message to you. You can go to signal.com forward slash 315 for the show notes of this episode and for instructions on how to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share on Instagram using the hashtag Sigrun Show and by tagging me, my handle is Sigrun.com. See you in the next episode.